So, folks, you know, I think it's important to understand the nature of disruption, the nature of algorithm chasing, and the nature of grabbing attention so people listen to you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just come correct right now so you understand exactly what this is all about. And what we're going to talk about today is maximizing returns. Is the stock market your optimal investment strategy? And here it is. I'm not going to say yes or I'm not going to say no, but what I am going to do is, is maybe share with you other questions that you should ask yourself because I don't think one size fits all. I don't think everyone should take every single dollar they have and put it into a life insurance policy, just like I don't think anyone should take every dollar they have and put into a 401k or into an after-tax brokerage account. I think that you know, when we look at the norm of what everybody's doing versus what is a customized strategy based on each and every person, which in my opinion starts from within, including investing in the real estate between your ears, just because you may have fear around money, just because you don't have education around money, doesn't mean that you just have to listen to Dave Ramsey and do his model. And by the way, his model is to get people out of debt. There's nothing wrong with that. However, I don't see much more empowerment after that. So my question to you is, what is your goals and objectives? What is your economic philosophy? And what are you doing to stand on your own two feet to make sure that you don't blame anybody else if your money isn't right, not only now, but in the future? So what I recommend investing in the stock market, why or why not? Well, here's the question. I recommend investing in the stock market if in fact you have a long-term game plan, you understand that what a pre-tax and post-tax account looks like. So a pre-tax account is an IRA, a 401k, traditional, uh, you know, any kind of defined benefit, uh, defined contribution plan where you put the money in with pre-tax dollars to get a write-off. A lot of times folks don't understand when they take the money back out in those type of accounts, it's going to get taxed at ordinary income. And they don't think that way because typically they have a level one listening. I'm not even going to blame the financial advisor. They feel that the financial advisor said you're going to be in the lowest tax bracket when you retire. So that's why you should do it now because you get the write-off today. And then when you take it out, you'll be in a 10% tax bracket. The challenge is I don't think that really happens. Um, I don't know the statistics behind it, but I'm pretty confident that a lot of people when they retire, they're not in the 10% tax bracket or whatever the lowest tax bracket is, especially if you funded a 401k the right way, including a match, especially if you did, you know, even if you did a, a simple IRA or a, a traditional or a SEP um, or a or profit share in 401k plan, or even if you did post age 50, the max you could do in those kind of plans. I'm not sure when you get to retirement, you're going to be in the lowest tax bracket because you also have to factor in what uh, Social Security is going to do to that. So that number could be a little bit higher. So my answer to that is make sure you're fully educated, not only in the contribution, but also on the distribution. And then, it, by the way, I'm not a fiduciary. So it's important that when you sit down with a fiduciary, you not only talk to them about what is the investment goals, they're going to come to you with 30, 40 questions, really good questions, risk tolerance, you know, what is your investment horizon? It may look like something like, hey, if you're 35, you have a 30-year horizon. If you're 45, you have a 20-year. If you're, you know, 55, you have a 10-year. If you're 25, you have a 40-year horizon. It's important to diversify investments and consider a well-rounded portfolio. What does that mean? Well, okay, 
Once again, talking to your fiduciary, talking to your CFP, making sure they're connected to your insurance agent, making sure they're connected to your tax advisor and or accountant that could be on one landing page. It's not a fractional family office. However, what it is is to make sure your your planners are all connected and they're connected to what you're looking to do, not what they're looking to do, but within that world. What does it look like to diversify within and amongst that amongst asset classes? Yes, 401k. Yes, after-tax account. Yes, real estate. Yes, alternative investments. And then, yes, what is your time horizon? What is your risk tolerance? And, oh, by the way, you could be 30 today, have a very low risk tolerance, but begin to get educated on exactly how money works, how accounts work. And then by the time you're 40, your risk tolerance could be a little bit different. And remember, just because you understand how to compound an overall portfolio versus compound your wealth by having different assets and different asset classes, you now become someone that could actually take on less risk because what you've done is protected yourself from the things that you can't control. Ray Dalio says it best. Ray Dalio says at any given point, at any given time, in any given asset class, they can drop anywhere between 50 to 75% seemingly out of nowhere. And if you're locked into that asset class, when that happens, you're done, kaput, you have to start over. And now you got to start chasing a rate of return, which is the worst place you want to be. Mistakes leading to potential losses in the stock market, however, and this goes back to lack of research, and understand what you're investing in, why you're investing in it. Obviously, you want to be very careful of emotional decision-making that's driven by short-term market fluctuations. I think when we look at what happened in COVID, post-COVID, or, or you know, as we got out of COVID, but it was still the TikTok syndrome of, of really looking at these cryptos and these Bitcoins, there was people chasing stuff. There was people that were cashing their 401ks, getting with non-licensed folks that were giving investment recommendations. It was... It was almost, if not crazier, back back when I went back to 1999, 2000, and all the internet stocks were running, where I say this often, the guy that was cutting my hair was given better investment uh, recommendations than we were, because that's, that's exactly what it reminded me of. When we saw the TikTok Bitcoin syndrome of let me just cash everything in and chase a rate of return, you want to make sure that you're not playing the space of emotional decision-making. You want to make sure that you're not over-concentrated in a single stock or a sector without diversification. Timing the market and attempting to predict short-term price movements, I think that's pretty difficult. You know, Tony, Tony Robbins wrote a book called Money Masters of the Game, and he even talked about it like, hey, you know, if, you, if you're trying to time the market or if you're just trying to put something specifically into one specific stock, you got to be careful. If you're 25 and you want to do that for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, that's different. But if you're going to put all your chips in and you're in your 50s approaching that retirement red zone and now all of a sudden you're going after Bitcoin or you're going after Facebook or you're going after Apple stock or any of these things, you could find yourself running east looking for a sunset because the world will go against you in an unpredictable fashion because you put all the chips on the table and you really didn't do your research. And that's the point of understanding risk management and proper asset allocation. And oh, by the way, trying to do that by yourself is a challenge. That's why you want to make sure you have all your financial educators on the same platform that have to sit down and work with you to really be able to put together plans and strategies that, by the way, it's not set it and forget it. It's quarterly, if not semi-annual meetings to review everything that's going on because not only do things change externally, but things could be changing in your life. You could have gotten a raise. Uh, you could have gotten married or have another kid or could have gotten divorced. There's all these things that happen where 
updating real data is so important because we live in such a such a place right now where speed of information is very fast, but that doesn't mean that you have to chase a rate of return. Now, getting rich in the stock market. Okay, building wealth inside the stock market, as we know, requires long-term discipline. There is no overnight success. Consistent returns over time, leveraging compound returns. These are all the different things that as you get into an advanced situation, you could start to do. But remember, we always hear, hey, since 1980, the S&P has averaged about 12% a year if you were to go from 1980 to December 31st, 2022. But we don't hear is what are the fees? What is the lost opportunity cost on the fees? What if in any given point you took money out because in any given point of that same 41-year history, there's also an average decline of 14%. And if you got scared and took the money out because you didn't understand market trends, you didn't understand fundamentals of certain S&P 500 stocks or economic indicators, took money out at the wrong time, now all of a sudden that 12% becomes a different number when you factor in sequence of returns rate risk, when you factor in uh, fees, lost opportunity cost, and taxes. And I'm telling you right now, if you really understand all that, and then you understand that, hey, maybe I don't take the money out. Maybe I understand how to leverage and, and put it with alternative investments, with guarantees. Now, all of a sudden, things start changing. And if you could get into that space, into that mindset where success, at least in my opinion, requires a combination of knowledge, experience, research, a little bit of luck, not a lot of luck. Because remember, it does matter when you were born, what years you were born, and what ha what's happening externally, you know, versus like, hey, if I'm born in 1910 versus 1920, that's a different timeline for different folks that have adopted different ways of thinking based on what was handed down to them. Because some folks that went through the Great Depression versus other folks that went through World, World War II versus other folks that went through 9-11, there's a different way of thinking and when that is is the external side, it comes to understanding if you truly, truly understand how to invest in a real estate between your ears, build a proper team around you, you will make good money decisions because when things start pulling back, a lot of people that get scared, you're going to be smart enough to know that things are on sale and you can now change the economic structure of your family for the next 50 to 100 years by making the proper decision on certain things. And in conclusion to that point, it really, it really goes back to one thing. Who are your top five? Who are the financial educators? Does the accountant speak to the estate attorney? Does the estate attorney speak to the insurance agent? Does the insurance agent speak to the fiduciary and or the CFP? And if so, where is those conversations taking place? And can you monitor and measure all that information? So as we currently stand, you know, some say we're in a recession, some say we're not. But here's what we what's undeniable. You know, the market had a tough year in 2022. There's news that have come out this year where banks, couple banks have failed. There's some, certain things externally that that could create some serious warning signs, could go either way. We don't know. But what I do know is if you truly understand what your goals and objectives are, if you truly understand what your economic philosophy is, if you truly understand patience and time versus timing and instant gratification, two different things, I think the one with patience and the one with time is going to always win out. And it's important to know how do you invest within and amongst asset classes? What are your alternative investment options? Apart from stocks, what does it look like when it comes to bonds, real estate, exchange-traded funds? What does it look like when it comes to Bitcoin? Because by the way, it's here to stay, but not to sell everything out and buy it, but it should be part of the overall financial mosaic. What does diversification look like for you? 
Do you diversify within and amongst asset classes? Do you understand how to leverage certain asset classes to buy into other asset classes that have guarantees? Have you ever looked at a, a not a stock, but a managed account and connected it with a cash value overfunded whole life policy and played the leverage game in order to buy another investment, which in this case could be rental real estate. Once again, not just one property, but part of a system of thinking where you can get multiple rates of return off of each dollar that's now in three different asset classes that give you guarantees and protection from things you can't control, but also allow you to take advantage if it's properly designed with the proper fiduciaries, proper CFPs, and proper tax strategists on how to really put together a balanced and overall financial portfolio, not just in the market, but all different assets. Well, let me tell you something. If you get to that place, what's going to happen is you're going to put yourself in a position to, to prosper mightily, especially if you're not chasing. And if you're looking for a free financial game plan, go ahead, click the link below. One of the team members here at Epic will sit down and provide massive education, not ask you to become a client. There's no obligation on your part. Use us as a tool of information to where we could show you based on all information of where you are currently and where you're looking to go based on what you share with us and really have those high intelligent conversations and put you in connection with the right people that can help get you there. Anyway, thanks for checking out the channel. Thanks for listening to this video if you list, listen this far. And always remember, if there's other videos you want me to do, I'd love to do it. Continue to comment and also suggest what you want to suggest. Once again, don't forget to, to click the link below and have one of the team members here at Epic take you through the success process.